Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question is from Becca, who emailed us to ask, where is the line between verbalizing the mental load and not talking everyone to death and annoying myself and my partner in the process? I want my partner to recognize and understand all that I do as a stay-at-home mom to keep our house and family running. But at what point should I just put my head down and do my job? I do view this as my job, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And it makes it confusing to decide what to verbally offload and what to keep to myself. Becca, talking about the mental load, which is more often called the invisible workload, is not a one and done thing. So I think you're right to sort of negotiate how does this just not turn into me, the harridan with the frying pan while the guy like rolls his eyes. The problem around all this is, I think, that the invisible workload is just that. And if it is going to be made visible, which it should be, there's one person who it's on. That's on you. Your spouse who doesn't really understand how much you do for the family can't do that work. So I'm team talk about it. You can not care if your spouse is annoyed, although that's easier said than done, right? If you if you are talking about this, do you not know how much I do? It's viewed as complaining. Then it's something that your spouse is going to shut down to, that he's going to feel like he needs to be protected from, that he's going to roll his eyes at because it's easier to do that than deal with your spouse being angry at you. So I think it's important to think about what your goal is when you talk about it. Look, I think... I think you get to say, oh, today was horrible. I mean, you have no idea what it's like around here at bath time. You get to say that. I'm talking about a bigger conversation here. Can we talk about, can we make some time tonight to sit down together and talk about? And then when you go into that, it seems to me you're really asking for one of two things when you sit down and have that conversation. You don't understand how much I do around here. (laughs) You're either asking for help. You're either asking for concrete this needs to change. And here are some thoughts that I might have about it. And I want to hear what you have to say about it. Or you're looking for your partner to say, I see what you're doing. It's a lot. Thank you. You say in your email that it's actually the second thing for you, that you view this as your job, you're okay with a division of labor, and you wouldn't have it any other way. And that's how it was in my house too. And there wasn't a lot of friction around that. But for me, the annoyance wasn't 
I have to take the kids to school every day. It wasn't, I have to give the kids a bath every night. I mean, that was what I was doing and I was happy to do it. It was hard or it's not hard. I was happy to do it. What I was not okay with was the socks thrown on the floor instead of in the hamper. The omelet pan. You guys have heard me talk about that over and over again. But the problem with the omelet pan is it was left out for me to do. I don't eat eggs. I don't like eggs. So the omelet pan was by definition, not food that I could participate in the eating of or enjoying of just the cleaning up after. And the spouse who works outside the home, the spouse who is not the default parent, of course, I'm talking about living in a two-parent household here, but if you have a spouse who's a default parent, this work does get invisible. And that's on me a little bit too, right? That I'm cleaning up that omelet pan every day and seething with resentment so that this can happen again the next day. Or the socks on the floor, I pick them up, nobody respects me around here. I needed to sit down and talk to my spouse about those things, about the socks, about the omelet pan. Those are things that my spouse spending a couple more seconds, and it is seconds, okay, the omelet pan's maybe like 20 seconds to rinse it out. Don't leave it to soak in the sink. Don't come at me with leaving it in the sink. Rinse it out with some soapy water and put it right back on the stove, which is what he does now. It's already ready to go the next morning. I needed him to do those things so that I wouldn't seethe with resentment, so that I had the energy to do the bath time and the this and the taking the kids to school. It did take sitting down with him and saying, the story I tell myself when you have the socks on the floor instead of in the hamper that's right there is that you think I work for you. I don't think you work for me. Okay, can you just fix this one thing for me? It made the other stuff I was doing so much easier. Now, if you're asking for help, if you really are taking on more than you can handle, which you may well be with little kids at home, we have an episode with Eve Rodsky, who wrote a book called Fair Play. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. You should definitely listen to that interview. Eve Rodsky's book is really useful because it talks you through a structure that isn't you complaining. We need to sit down. We need to look at these things. You write down what you do, taking your kid to a birthday party and getting a present for that birthday party, I don't have to tell you, has 12 steps, not one step. There's getting the wrapping paper. There's wrapping it. There's taping it. There's finding a card. There's getting the kid to write her name. I mean, there's all these steps. It's invisible. Your spouse might not know these things. Your partner might have no idea what's involved. So you walk through all the steps and then you hand over something concrete. There's much more detail in that episode and in Eve Rodsky's book. But if it's help you're looking for, there's structure around there that will keep your spouse in the conversation instead of saying, oh, there you go again. Either way, you're getting more of what you want so that you can dedicate yourself to really what is your job and doing all the things you do so well without the resentment that just gets in the way. I hope that helps, Becca. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshallpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was 
steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.